Hey, it's the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast, we talk about past, present, and future wrestlers and promotions. So yeah, I'm so glad that you've joined us. As for myself, I've been watching wrestling off and on for over 25 years, and I find much enjoyment into it. I have a whole lot of knowledge, and uh, you know, I kind of... I kind of see where some things can be changed and some things are great, right? But anyways, once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And be sure to click subscribe or follow no matter where you're listening to us from. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Comcast, uh, Amazon Music, and it goes on and on. So check us out here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Welcome to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast Special Edition Reports and Rumors Around the Water Cooler. Hey, how's everybody doing today? This is the Kentucky Guy. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, this is a special uh, edition of Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. We did not have time to cover a new segment of our show uh, called Reports and Rumors Around the Water Cooler. Uh, on yesterday's episode, so I made a commitment and a promise that we would have a uh, quick episode today uh, going over that. So, uh, yeah, so uh, if you're new here, hit that subscribe or follow button, no matter where you're listening to. Uh, we do drop episodes here every Monday and Friday. Also, for you uh, political and current news people out there, check out the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Uh, we upload episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, and this, uh, and we are uh, now having extra episodes for special reports. And, uh, yeah, you'll have to go listen for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Reports and rumors around the water cooler. Our first one, booking Liv Morgan's uh, reign as WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, so with Liv Morgan uh, having been on the main roster, uh, I found out for like five years. Uh, and in the development system for a lot longer than that, it appears unlikely that uh, after a while that she would ever get any type of gold in the singles division on the WWE. Uh, there's an opportunity right now, though, however, to make Morgan a massive star on SmackDown uh, on how popular she is already. Uh, the following five bookings, bookings steps would ensure her reign uh, is as per pros- uh <laughs> as profitable uh, as it has the potential to be. Far too often, uh, WWE does book its champions to lose on television and look weak in the process. I never did understand that. 
I've seen Charlotte lose, uh, Charlotte Flair lose on television to like someone like Nia Jax. Uh, I never, never, I don't understand that process. Uh, the mindset tends to be uh, that if they're holding a title, then their credibility can't be harmed. No, that's in reality. Uh, it, mer- it merely, it definitely devaluates the championship, uh, makes the person holding it feel. Uh, insignificant and less special. Uh, in the two weeks since she's uh, since uh, Liv has captured the championship, her only match on WWE TV was in a tag team alongside Bianca Blair against Carmella and Natalia. It would have been easy for WWE to have Natalia pin Morgan uh, to settle them up for a future title class, but thankfully that didn't happen. Uh, that once again needs to be the case on Friday night SmackDown, uh, which it was. Uh, remember, I had this rope for yesterday's show uh, when she goes one-on-one with Natalia, especially after injured uh, Ronda Rousey made quick work of her last week on the blue brand. Uh, Morgan doesn't need... Morgan doesn't need... Sorry, I went silent there, didn't I? Sorry, uh, I got a message about, about the other show. Uh, Morgan doesn't need to be in action every week on SmackDown, but... Preventing her from being beaten unnecessarily is imperative. The days of her losing the majority of matches should be over. Uh, Morgan pinning Ronda Rousey to become the SmackDown Women's Champion at Money in the Bank was shocking enough, but even more shocking uh, than that would be that would be uh, Morgan beating her for a second straight time to retain the title at SummerSlam. Here's some rumors. It's possible someone else could be added uh, shortly beforehand to make it a triple threat, but Morgan versus Rally, uh, Rousey one-on-one is the real attraction for SummerSlam. That would also give Morgan a chance to defeat Rousey straight up. Nah, it'd be, it might be unrealistic to assume that Morgan has legitimate chance of winning the rematch clean. As long as she wins convincingly and retains the title, this is what's going to matter the most. Here we go. Charlotte Flair could very well be back, be due back any time now. And if so, she could cost Rousey the win at SummerSlam, making Morgan the afterthought wouldn't be ideal. But she needs to show she can hang on Rousey's level and walk away uh, with an uninterrupted, uninterrupted reign. Now, that was just an opinion piece there, but uh, the rumor is Charlotte Flair is going to interfere uh, in the match. Should be interesting. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the next one. Former women's champion Bailey has been out of action for a year. She suffered a torn ACL and was expected to be sidelined for several months. It now appears that the role model has healed and is reportedly training at the Performance Center, raising speculation about her return. Uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has stated that she will indeed be returning soon. Bailey is not the only female star rumored to be returning to WWE, as NXT's Zoe Stark is also reportedly set to return. Bailey and Zoe Stark both uh, both be both should both be returning from knee surgery relatively soon. 
Bailey has been back training for her return. Returning booking ideas have been talked with in regard to Stark in NXT. Uh-huh. I've been saying for a while, where's Bailey? It's time for her to come back. So now I wonder if Bailey will be the one who interferes because she was a SmackDown champion before she got hurt by Bianca Belair. Uh, I wonder if she will, uh, huh? I wonder, maybe she will be, uh, the one that interferes, huh? Uh, okay. Uh, next subject. Uncertainly. Uncertainty. <laughs> Somebody needs to know how to spell uncertainty over. Uh, Lo Shirea's contract status with WWE. The former NXT Women's Champion Lo Shirea may be leaving WWE soon. It was previously reported that her current contract comes to an end in August. It has said she is pretty much gone from the company. Rumors circulate. Okay. I, I mean, I, I don't know her very well or... or if she'd be a big loss or not. I mean, I know they have a pretty good-sized roster uh, in the men and women's division in NXT, so um, I don't really have a whole lot to say about that, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's so many there's so many promotions right now. These wrestlers have all kinds of choices now, true choices. You got New Japan Pro Wrestling. You got AEW. You got Impact. You got this MLF. I mean, there's all kinds of choices out there. You got Ring of Honor coming back. So, you know, good luck to her and her uh, future endeavors. Yeah. Uh, next topic. Triple H, the game. I'm back. Triple H only referred to his return to the WWE office uh, with his three-word message and nothing more. Uh, the Cebra Assassin was previously on a long break due to health issues and it was noted that he had not been directly involved with NXT uh, since his comeback. Shawn Michaels is still in charge of the de de <laughs> developmental brand as he heads the creative team responsible for team, uh, TV writings and uh, production. Uh, quote, it appears that when Triple H was talking uh, to the folks at the NXT and said he was back, and nobody knew what that meant, it appeared just to mean he's back working in the office, reported Dave Metzer. He's not been doing anything direct with NXT, which is still being run by Shawn Michaels with a small creative staff for television. Triple H has not been at, the, at, at any Tuesday night tapings. Huh, okay. The former champion... Uh, successfully underwent surgery in September of 2021 after a serious cardiac event. Uh, the game took a much-needed medical leave of absence, and Shawn Michaels stepped in uh, to replace his longtime friend. Unfortunately for fans, the, the worst fears regarding his health turned out to be accurate as he announced his in-ring retirement during an emotional segment at WrestleMania 38, and that was uh, Triple H being one of my favorites. That was very, 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 
uh, tough to watch. Let's talk a little bit more about this. Triple H resumed his behind-the-scenes duties in May earlier this year, and his Performance Center visit sparked a lot of speculation about his status. It was also disclosed that Triple H's responsibilities were categorically different and that he had seemingly taken up uh, a much more significant role within the promotion. Uh, While the 52-year-old veteran has claimed he will never wrestle again, he remains a massive asset asset for WWE backstage. And I and I agree. When he there is definitely a difference in NXT and NXT 2.0, and I don't think it's for the better. Yeah, they got some fantastic talent, but uh, man, uh, uh, Triple H is uh, uh, he can get these guys motivated and do things for them uh, no one else can. Um, so my question is. Uh, do you think WWE made the right call by not uh, letting Triple H back in his old position and lead NXT? Yeah, I, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, you can always contact us at OLKentucky99, the number 99, at yahoo.com. OLKentucky99 at yahoo.com. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that uh, because... Uh, I think there's a definitely definitely a difference there. All right. All right, let's move on to the next topic. This is actually something I've been talking about for a while. Dominique Mysterio potential WWE heel turn could be coming soon. A classic WWE heel turn could be on the horizon for Dominique Mysterio sooner than you may think. Uh, it's been expected for a long time that someday Dominic will finally betray his father, Rey Mysterio, and cause an on-scene split between the tag team duo. We recently saw Judgment Day uh, stablemates Vin Balor and Damian Priest encourage the second-generation superstar to turn his back on his father and join their group. The teases for the split have begun to arrive, and now Dave Meltzer uh, has discussed in the Wrestling Observer newsletter uh, that we can see, we could see, a major uh, betrayal incoming to Rey Mysterio on the Madison Square Garden edition of WWE Raw. Now, I personally, uh, let's see what else Dave's got to say here. Uh, the show is set to celebrate the legendary Masked Superstar's 20th anniversary with the company on July 25th. Finn Balor and Damian Priest have led the charge to bring the former tag team champion over to their side. We recently saw the Wicked Stable call call out his father for choosing to use the classic Eddie Guerrero cheat-to-win tactic. Uh, Balor uh, also won his next match against Rey Mysterio on Raw to prove that their group is the winning side, and that all that's also where Dominic belongs. And that's also where Dominic belongs. Uh, only time will tell if Judgment Day is successful in its efforts to turn the second-generation uh, superstar over to their group. Now, my my prediction is at SummerSlam, right, which is uh, which is the 23rd, I think, two days before the 25th, that 25th Raw special, uh, my prediction is Dominique turns against Ray in the match against uh, Judgment Day. 
I thought Dominique was going to turn against Ray already. I predicted it a while back, and uh, I don't know why they're holding out. This seems to be the best way uh, to go, uh, and I think it's going to be amazing. I just wonder um, if Ray is going to maybe retire afterwards. I think I think it's going to be a case where uh, where it's uh, like the Undertaker and Kane. You remember when Kane first came and he kept destroying the Undertaker because the Undertaker wouldn't uh, wouldn't fight him. Uh, I think it's going to be that case for a while. I think uh, Rey Mysterio is just not going to want to fight his son. Uh, and then finally, Dominic in the Judgment Day pushes him too far, and then bada bing, bada boom, and uh, yeah. So Dominic Mysterio will never be his dad. He's just not that gifted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you disagree. Uh, Rey Mysterio is just a once in generation uh, luchador athlete he is so all right next topic he'd bring the best out of me former wwe star wants to face john moxley in a first time ever dream match in aew new japan's uh <laughs> new japan pro wrestling star uh open weight champion fred roser formerly known as, oh, Derek Young, okay, in the WWE, has expressed his desire to face current interim AEW world champion John Moxley in the near future. Uh, Roser has been unrecognizable from his time in WWE, becoming one of New Japan Strong's top stars uh, since he joined the brand in 2020. He is pretty amazing now. Uh, he, he even looks, I mean, yeah, go check him out. Uh, the former WWE star has faced uh, with some of New Japan's biggest stars, including Jay White, uh, Minora Suzuki, and Tom Lawler. The latter being the man he defeated for the uh, New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship in May 2022. Speaking in an interview with Forbes, the former Darren Young uh, was asked who his dream opponent in a current in the current landscape of wrestling is, and without hesitation, he named the current interim AEW world champion. John Moxley, quote, I believe he'd bring the best out of me, and vice versa. I don't think people would expect us to have a banger match, but I really feel deep in my heart that it would be a banger. Uh, since returning from the three-month stay in rehab to fight his uh, growing uh, alcohol problem, John Moxley has put together uh, one of the most impressive runs of his career. That's fact. Uh, whether it's his matches in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling against the likes of Will Offspring, uh, defending his GCW uh, World Championship against the likes of Homicide, uh, AJ Gray, and Tony uh, Deppen, or mowing through the competition AEW, John Moxley has been a forge of nature in 2022. Will we see that match? I have not seen John Moxley yet turn down anybody that wanted to fight. So uh, uh, I'd like to see that match. I'd like to see it on AEW too. I really would. Uh, New Japan Wrestling for me uh, just seems so hard to get uh, on television. So, all right, moving right along. A creepy little B word. Matt Hardy blasts WWE. Ooh, I talked about this. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, WWE 
legend for staying retired for nine years. AEW star Matt Hardy was taken has taken a massive shot at fellow roster member and former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Christian Cage. The Canadian legend got under Hardy's skin on a recent episode of Dynamite. After insulting AEW fans, popular star uh, Jungle Boy and Jungle Boy's family, including his dead father, Matt Hardy came down to the ring. Hardy then tried to take uh, Cage down uh, with some words of his own. However, Christian fired back with multiple references to Matt's brother, Jeff Hardy, particularly Jeff's trouble with alcohol. Uh, those very troubles are what led him, uh, which led to him being suspended from AEW for the foreseeable future. Quote, he's a real piece of fecal matter beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's a little, he's a little creepy, little B word. It's one of those things. He came very low. He came very low, came very strong and with some low blows. And if I actually have the chance to interact with him, I feel like I've got low blows to hit him back with. I mean, if you want to get down and dirty and roll around and get muddy, I'm willing to do so, do it as well, for Christian Cage. So I'll see you out there, said Hardy. Following this, uh, Hardy, Hardy went for a low blow of his own, and he made light of the fact that Christian was forced into re uh, retirement due to a concussion-related issue, calling it a little bump on the head. Quote, and keep in mind, Christian Cage, I'm not a little B-word, who had a little head injury and took nine years off. Get your act together. You, won't be, uh, you want to be tough. You want to be legit, a uh, legit wrestler. You want to be uh, hardcore. Then don't sit at home crying because you had a little pump on your head for nine years, added Hardy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, Christian, uh, you know, I have to say, I watched that promo, and when Christian was cutting it on Matt Hardy, and uh, I was like, whoa, man. I was like, I was like, are they are they really allowing him to? I mean, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. You wouldn't hear that on WWE right now because they're still considered PG. But now if they go to that uh, TV 14, uh, and that may be one of the reasons as well. But, uh, yeah, uh, man, I don't know, man. Uh, I, there's definitely uh, there's definitely a storyline there and a possible match. I just don't know if Tony Khan will run with it or not. Uh, yeah, uh, next topic. Uh, popular AEW star addresses hook status in a top stable. Uh, FTW champion Ricky Starks is giving an update on the status within the Team Taz stable as to whether the cold-hearted uh, <laughs> uh, Hook is still a member of the group. Stark has been with the group since his uh, inception in 2020, uh, with former WWE announcer Tag being the leader and Brian Cage being the other inaugural member, which Brian Cage is no longer there. However, Tag's... Uh, However, Taz's son has been flying solo of late, uh, which has caused some debate amongst wrestling fans as to whether he is still a member of the team. Taz, Ricky Starks, has cleared up any speculation in a recent interview with Wrestling Inc. Uh, quote, 
Hook is still part of Team Taz for sure. I mean, his proxy, his father, you know, but Hook also uh, uh, has also been busy uh, with his own type of thing. I think that's what that's what that's what it is. I got a lot of questions about the like. I get I get a lot of questions about that, like why Hook isn't around, and it's just a matter of uh, Dan Helsen for one thing. Uh, for one, being one of them. And two, he's just kind of a lone wolf, you know, said Starks. Uh, there aren't many members of the AEW roster who have perfect records. Uh, at the time, uh, which was yesterday, <laughs> the 23-year-old is one of them with a perfect record. Uh, the cold-hearted devil is perfect 10-0 and in AEW. Nine of those victories came from single matches, all of which were on AEW's major show. Now, here's the thing, right? So, yeah, so I don't, is he going to stay with his dad? I mean, that that's that's the speculation here, right? But here's the thing. Hook, uh, he needs to be fighting more on television. I'm not saying he has to fight every week, but this guy's amazing. He's a crowd drawer, and he doesn't say anything. He doesn't even have to have any microphone skills. Uh, just his athleticism uh, and the way he carries himself in the ring. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, Tony Khan, you need to put him on TV more. This is Fighter, uh, Fighter Fest, the, the second and last week of it. Uh, bro, you can't have Fighter Fest without the best fighter in the game, Hook, right? I mean, come on. Our next subject. Reason for Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland winning the AEW Tag Team Championship. The feeling has been that Lee and Strickland have had tremendous matches and they're going uh, with this Shaq and Kobe idea of a large, charismatic, upbeat guy with the other superstar on the team that doesn't always get along, says Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, by the way. Uh, the only change in path that led to Swerve in our glory uh, winning the belts was that they were meant to take the belts off in the Hardys, not the Young Bucks. However, Jeff Hardy's suspension threw that plan up in the air. When Jeff Hardy had issues, had his issues, and the Young Bucks got the tag team titles uh, necessarily since it was the Christian turn on Jungle Boy plan, they were set to immediately lose uh, to Lee and Strickland. There was some speculation as to whether the win, here's the speculation part of it, the win for Swerve in our glory should have stood in the aftermath of the triple threat match uh, because many fans believe that Ricky Starks, and he wasn't, was not the legal man when he was pinned by Swerve, right? So, and that's true. That is true. He was not the legal man. However, however, just to kind of, I'm going to debunk this one myself, right? Uh, Tony Khan put out a tweet, and I read this afterwards, uh, saying that uh, the referee's word is final and congratulated the duo on their new title. So, And then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, I think it's good. The, these boys didn't have enough uh, gold on them. Uh, they didn't have any gold on them in WWE, but in NXT they did. But uh, I think it's good. I think it's a good push. I still think uh, Young Bucks best team out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's good. 
I think that's why they had to have Team Taz in there for someone for them to beat, you know. Uh, speaking of the uh, same match, let's move on to the next one. Ricky Starks admits former WWE stars were screwed out of an AEW World Tag Team title opportunity. However, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, they lost their shot this week on Dynamite uh, when Swerve Strickland and uh, Keith Lee won the AEW titles like we talked about. Before the match, however, the FTW champion commented on FTR, the, uh, the revival in, a, in WWE, not getting the opportunity despite being uh, the number one in the ranking. Speaking in an interview with Wrestling Inc., Starks admitted that the series of events had been unfortunate for Dax Hardwood and uh, Cash Wheeler, uh, FTR. Or, yeah, uh, quote, it's, it is bizarre to me, you know, they did that they did get skipped over, but who am I to really give up my opportunity? I got it, you know. So that's where I am coming back from, Stark said. It does suck, and I definitely uh, get the issues that they have with it. They are the number one contender, and we are right underneath them. Uh, we skipped the line. In the same interview, Stark stated that the singles lane is already stacked with so many wrestlers. So, quote, honestly, if I had my way, I'd just pick the singles competition, but sometimes uh, that lane is a little bit backed up right now. So, okay, okay, uh, FTR. So I wonder, hmm, so me thinking outside the box, I wonder if this is going to cause any type of riff at AEW. You have to remember something. Okay, they're the number one ranked in AEW, but also they have the New Japan uh, tag team titles. They have the AAA tag team titles, and they have the Ring of Honor tag team titles. And you're going to skip them in the brand that, that's their home base brand uh, company? That's not very smart, Tony Khan. These guys are revolutionary uh, athletes. They're old school. People love these guys. Uh, they're even fighting in the, uh, uh, I think, the Ric Flair's last match. Or no, they're not. They actually got moved. They're going to be in New Japan now at that pay-per-view. Their first uh, debut, debut, by the way. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I know you got a lot of a lot of people on your roster, but I wouldn't play around with a pedigree a tag team like that that has championships everywhere else because that's definitely given your company in these other organizations a good name. So makes zero sense to me why he would take that chance and skip them over uh, just for a storyline. Doesn't make any sense at all. All right, so. That is all of the reports and rumors around the water cooler. Hey, this has been the Kentucky Guy. You've been listening to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I hope you enjoyed this special report of reports and rumors around the water cooler. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much.